0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theatre in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. Have you checked out our Patreon page? Now's the perfect time to press pause and visit patreon.com slash theaterinthenow to learn why you should become a patron of the website. And as always, follow us on Twitter and visit theaterinthenow.com for the latest news, reviews, and interviews. If you don't know Zaria Van Wells, then you've probably been living under a rock. And she's here on Block Talk. How yeah. are you? I'm good. I'm tired. Shit, that was a Yeah, Yeah. I, let, let's hear about the journey from Brooklyn to Queens. I mean, it
1: wasn't. It wasn't a bad thing. It was just the trains. Because the last time I took a lift, and they took me yeah. somewhere else. But the train. It was actually just a straight walk. Yeah. But I, you know, I've gained some weight, so it was just like three blocks is like a mile for me. Sure. But, no, it was it was a nice little where where did, where did they end up taking you
0: last time? I have no idea.
1: I think, like, I was on the other side, like, by, like, Steinway or something.
0: That's crazy. Stupid Lyft. What? At least they refunded everything. Yes. They well, were $3 short, but... <laughs> bitches. Bitches. Tweet at Lyft and get that money back.
1: <laughs> so, done.
0: we're going to learn everything there is to know about you. Um, so let's start from the beginning. Where are you from?
1: Well, originally, I'm from Panama and mm-hmm. I moved here in 1999 and I have bounced from like Florida back to Brooklyn, but I've been living in Brooklyn Since 2001 and I've been here ever since um, Didn't have the easiest childhood um, Like me and my father always fought because I was that I was that feminine boy mm-hmm. and then growing up I knew I knew I wasn't a boy, and then I think he noticed that, and then me and him started fighting even more. Um, but now, now we don't speak at all. It's just me and my mother, and we're pretty cool. Um, took her a while to get used to the fact that mm-hmm. you know you don't have a son anymore, but you've gained a daughter. Um, well, yeah. Other than that, uh, everything else is family-wise is good. <laughs> um, what was, what was life like in Brooklyn? Um, I grew up in, and, st- and, still kind of, and still kind of live there, going back and forth between my mother and my husband. Um, a lot of West Indians there, so growing up in the neighborhood that I was in was not the easiest. Um, when I was in high school, like my freshman year, I started like dabbling in like different, you know, um wardrobe styles and Walking in the middle of the night. They would just like throw bottles at me and call me names and stuff but one day I just had enough and somebody walked up to me and me and him got into a huge fight and Pretty much a six block radius now knows who I am (laughs) and nobody messes with me even prior to my transition and after nobody messes with me at all so after high school it got easy But before that it was very difficult yeah. Um, But yeah, like It's not a problem now When I stop by Everyone's just like Hey, sorry I'm like, hi And then, you know You know, you have the DLs That want to come up to you And stuff like that But other than that every, Everything's perfectly fine I'm good now Nice
0: mm-hmm. When did you start performing?
1: <laughs> uh, uh, 2006 So 16 It was like 16, 17 um, that was back then when you can go into the clubs and you just hand like six IDs and you have yours <laughs> in the middle. Sure. And, you know, it was very fun. Um, it, it was a different time. You know, we didn't have a drag race at that time. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to get your name out there, you had to be in bars every single day. Um, and shockingly i did that and still made valedictorian graduating that's amazing so it was it was very it was very i had to juggle a lot of things yeah um but i did i did stop for a little while because i had uh family issues and i had other things i had to do but i'm now back and now people are afraid of me because i'm going to be winning every pageant that i'm going to be doing
0: oh we're going to talk about that pageant circuit uh, shortly uh, but describe zarya in three words Ugh. Crazy
1: Professional um,
0: uh, Energetic I like that yeah. Energetic is definitely something I would say for you yeah. You have a great energy I just like go off
1: on stage and Because as, as a drag queen you have one of two things That you can do You can either make people feel very uncomfortable Or make them live their best life and that's what I... I try to mix the two of them, but kind of tastefully. Yeah. Um. So, when I get up on stage, I don't always do top 40s, as you know. Mm-hmm. But any song that I do, I give 110%, and maybe that's where the energy comes from. Absolutely. So, I definitely... You I know, it's just something that I've always done, and um, I just want people to feel my energy. So, if I'm very lackluster, they're not going to understand it, so...
0: Who are some of your inspirations as a
1: performer? Oh, ah. Definitely Patti LaBelle. She is definitely one. Um, Whitney Houston is also another. And she just became a, a recent um, inspiration to me DeAndre Hicks. She worked with Tyler Perry mm-hmm. a lot for a number of his plays. And she's also a gospel singer. So she has a voice where. It could reach the balconies two blocks over and she became an inspiration to me maybe about three years ago so if I ever meet her I think that me and her would definitely click
0: nice Yeah. so yeah you've been performing for over ten years mm-hmm. um, what has the journey been like who, who helped you out when you first started my the very first person
1: to help me was no one um, I learned to make on my own hence why I look the way I do um, I learned how to sew on my own. Well, my grandmother taught me how to sew. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe a couple of years in, I befriended Jasmine Van Wales, well, Lady Jasmine at that time, and she guided me through the journey about how to not let people step over you and definitely stand your ground. And she was definitely one. Um, Sahara Davenport was... A, was She was a short inspiration to me um, because... I started talking to her maybe the year before she passed, um, but she was definitely one. Mm-hmm. And my biggest one now is Zola Powell. She has taught me how to be completely professional. She has taught me how to, yes, things may not go your way, but you have to be professional about it and don't write subliminal posts and things like that. So she is definitely one of the biggest people that has helped me through this journey. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, who are some New York City queens that you've yet to work with that you want to work with? Ah, oof. I
1: think I pretty much worked with
0: all I know, that's that's a tough question.
1: Um, I haven't got to work with Boudoir Lafou- Yes, I have, actually. <laughs> um, I haven't actually got to work with Gilda Wabbit. Yeah, she's great. She's definitely... Like, I've seen her everywhere. And, like, yes, like, um, Dusty Ray Bottoms has her show at Pieces with Ruby Rue and she and Gilda has come in but I haven't got to like sit and work with her work with her so maybe she's like definitely that's
0: that's a stage I'd like to see you two share that
1: I will be so excited
0: yeah Gilda make it happen yeah it has to you got opportunities make it happen bitch um so performing for over 10 years you've seen bars come and go you've performed virtually everywhere what venue that you've yet to potentially slay do you want to attempt next oh i would
1: love i've i've never performed in uh florida i would love to perform at the parliament house nice because they have some amazing they have some amazing queens which um two of my favorites are definitely kennedy davenport and Giselle barbie royale which is a former miss continental Mm -hmm. so which is another endeavor that i'll be taking very soon um yeah, that's definitely one place I would love to work. Nice. Like, it just has to happen.
0: It's yeah. out in the universe, so we'll make it happen. Oh, definitely. What is your go-to lip-sync song or go-to artist? Uh, and I'm Telling You is definitely <laughs> a go-to. Which version? Uh, the Jennifer Hudson version. Okay, okay. That's um, a good one.
1: Yeah, because everyone says I look like her. And I mean, she doesn't ad-lib as much as Jennifer Holliday does. Um, so it's definitely something that I can get my feelings out. Um, especially when I was going through I was going through relationship wise. That was a song I did every week. Um and I would go to competitions, they'll look at me and they'll see my short hair, they they're like, Jennifer Hudson. Okay, so we're not gonna win. So, you know, I actually retired that number, so it's not gonna happen as much. But that's definitely Have a go-to. you
0: sung it live before?
1: I have I have, actually, at um, Look Queen. Nice. I have. I didn't win that day, but I did. Um, I didn't get to bring out as much emotion, um, but I still got tipped either way, so it doesn't matter to me. That's all that matters. Yeah, pretty much. Get that
0: coin. (laughs) So you're no stranger to the competition circuit. Uh, From Lady Liberty to Star Search to Look Queen, why do you think competitions are important And additionally, what is your feeling on bars hosting events like this rather than hiring a group of queens for a show? Um, Competitions
1: definitely get your name out there. Um, It keeps... um, I don't want to say this because it kind of sounds a little cliche, um, but it definitely keeps you relevant. Um, I started in the uh, drag competition scene and then I realized that it does it does get you bookings but it fa- you fade because there's always a new girl that comes sure. into town. Um, I definitely I appreciate it, I love it because you get to see different styles of drag, especially now. Um, but I would I would personally say that I would I would love to see like more queens hosting shows instead of like competitions yeah because you kind of get you kind of see the same girls all the time and it's there's no shade you know i love everybody Mm -hmm. to a certain extent um (laughs) but i would definitely love to see new girls come in and show that not only can they slay a competition and slay the lip sync But they could also be on a microphone.
0: Yeah, I think I've been uh, frequenting um, the Ultimate Drag Pageant recently. Yeah. Um, And one thing this season, Marty, has been telling them is, like, take a minute or two to talk on the mic. Because ultimately, yeah, you're giving a great performance. But you can't host a show unless you know how to talk. And if you don't know how to read an audience and talk to an audience and tell a story you're not going to have an audience because no. they're going to feel uncomfortable. They're not going to want to be there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's, it's something where I wish there's a way to infiltrate the system a little bit and have more um, opportunities like that aside from the question and answer because yeah. that's the pageant thing and you yeah. specific answers for it anyway. But mm-hmm. no, I totally hear you. Um, you mentioned um, pageants and that's something that you want to get into a little more. Are there any that are on your radar for this coming year?
1: Uh, I have, I believe I have five pageants that I am now in the process of of getting ready for. Uh, The very first one is Miss Industry. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after Miss Industry is a pageant in Philly that my mother has won, um, Miss Northeast Royale. I don't know if I'm going to do plus or regular, but I'll figure that out. I'm also going to do Miss Big Apple at Large and then I'm going to close the year out with either Miss Hell's Kitchen or Miss Monster. Amazing. Yeah. So and then go off to um in twenty nineteen, then finally go off to Continental, which is something I've wanted to do since I started, actually. Yeah. Um so yeah, I definitely have a, have them lined up already. So
0: It's it's really interesting and fun and amazing that drag has become part of the mainstream culture at this point. Um, But a lot of people who watch Drag Race don't know that there's life outside of just doing a competition like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think Drag Race made some headlines last season um, because it was the first season that featured a trans woman of color on the show. And Peppermint's visibility sparked a discussion of who is allowed to do drag. Should there be a limit on who can be a drag queen? Oh, hell no. I... I was. If you would have asked me this question
1: maybe about six years ago, I would have said, yeah, there definitely has to be limitations. Because um, I grew up in the pageant circuit. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had to look and act a, a certain type of way. Um, but being around so many amazing queens like Sugar Magnolia and and, Vienna, and Venus and um, some of the names escape me right now. Um, but... You just can't... Like, yes, drag is technically, you know, the art of female impersonation. But sometimes, you have to have an outer body experience. Like, Zaria Montez is what is really different from Zaria Van Wales Powell. Like, I can sit here and have a conversation with you just like this. But when I'm on stage, it is... Completely different. Absolutely. Like, I am I'm cursing up a storm. I'm <laughs> drinking. Like, it's something completely different. I can be someone else. Um, I don't think that you should... Any, anyone, really, should label a trans person as you can't do drag because you're living as a woman. I don't think that you should label a biological woman saying you can't do drag because it's female impersonation and you're already... A female you know so I don't think that this should be any type of labels at all I agree so I'll just say that I know probably get backlash from it because I already have um we'll talk about that a little bit what ha- what has been your
0: experience
1: Um, uh, me speaking my mind because I am no stranger to speak of my mind um I I I have said some things about bioqueens um well I don't, I don't know what they call them now that's a wrong term then I apologize um but I have said some things about you know um biological women doing drag nothing negative I said a while ago it's maybe about six months ago that females that who do drag are drag queens point blank period and I'm not going to mention any names People started coming at me saying that this is completely incorrect. You are an exce- you are an exception because you started off as a boy and now you are living your life as a female. It does not matter if you want to go out with in if you want to go out into the world with something other than jeans and a t-shirt. Be my guest. If you want to go up on stage and live your best life, go ahead and do it. Um, it's going to take some time. Um, Because there are people who just don't understand it, and I don't know why. Um, But it is going to take some time. I personally was a little iffy about it at first, but I started realizing that they just want to have fun, and that's it. Um, They're not going to take away from what drag is, but adding on to it as a a different aesthetic. Point blank, period. So that's that. Nice. So yeah.
0: How do you stay focused and committed to the art? Uh, whew, um, my
1: husband is definitely is uh, definitely someone who has, keep, has kept me focused um, but then there, then there are times where he works a lot and I would do my shows and we wouldn't see each other so there was, there was a point where I didn't want to do it and he wanted me to stop but he, he realized this is something that I want to do um and also uh, when I'm on stage, I get to do things that I will never do in my everyday life. I can't like I teach I teach GED uh, kids, well, young adults I should mm-hmm. say. And I can't go up on stage and say, Okay, you little cons, let's do this. <laughs> you know, I can't do that. So me If if I'm angry that day, or if I'm feeling excited, I can go off and do a show and release whatever anger, do, do like an angry song, or do, you know, like something that is equal to my emotion that day. Instead of me going out and cursing at somebody or fighting, I get to be on stage and release whatever I want. So that's that's something that I yeah is it's definitely. freeing oh definitely definitely and on top of that you get free drinks and money like it's true come on like why who and you get to meet
0: it? new people yes. and you get to meet friends and fans and it's it's a way yeah it it can be taxing at times but mm-hmm. it, it's a it's a community
1: oh yeah and that's that's something that um I I, I will be like I said I'm no stranger to holding my to holding my tongue um. It had, the community has died down a little mm-hmm. bit, but sisterhood is still there. Absolutely. Um, which is a completely different... two different things.
0: Well, I'm, I'm going to have a question lined up for it. So, there's always some sort of drama in nightlife. And at times, it seems like community is only present when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. In a community of sisterhood, why is it important to be supportive of your sisters? Um, Because we're all in this
1: industry together. Um... If we are broken apart, there is, no, there is no New York drag scene. Point blank period. Um, like, I, I, have, I have said some things and have done some things. But all in all, there's always at least one girl to say, bitch, you were in the wrong. And if we didn't have that, there would be no drag circuit. Like, everyone, like everyone would, okay, well, come and support me for my show. No guests, just me. Uh, Come and support me for my show. One woman show. Like, it will just be that. There won't be a a combination of people. Which is why I love uh, pageants and competitions, because you get to see different forms of drag. Yeah. So, that's why it's so important to have a sisterhood. Um, If not, then we're just all
0: men in dresses, just (laughs) standing on stage doing backflips and splits. Have you found over the years you've been performing that it's gotten more competitive? Oh, definitely. Uh, it
1: definitely has. Um, the reason why it has become so competitive is because everybody wants to be on top. Um, and it, I, don't, I don't mean to say it that way, but it's definitely, I need my own show now. And I need this amount of people on Instagram and yada, yada, yada to e- to even get noticed, you know. So it definitely has become more competitive. And due to the fact that some, a lot of Brooklyn girls and New York girls have come, have gone on Drag Race. And a lot of the queens that are coming up only want to do drag just so they can be right. on TV, which is not the reason to do drag. No, yeah, not at all. Um... But it definitely has become a lot more competitive. I've noticed some queens um, pulling out stunts that I've never seen a day in my life, and then the next queen will come off and say, "Okay, you did that. I have to do this." You know, it it becomes very competitive, and it's just to the point where we all are different, and that's what gets people. Because um, if we were all the same, people would get easily bored. Yeah. Um. So,
0: yeah. Um, and yeah. so speaking of competitions, I just saw you compete the other night in Lady Liberty. Yes. Where you did a fan-fucking-tastic Tiffany Haddish. Thank you. How did you pick her to perform?
1: Um, <laughs> I went to go see Girls Trip, one of my good, good girlfriends. I've been friends with her for almost uh, 11, 12 years. Um, she actually went to my very first show. Um, but... Everyone said every time they met me and they would say either Jennifer Hudson and they'd be like Well, do you know who Tiffany Haddish is? I was like, yes, I know who Tiffany Haddish is. They're like you act exactly like her I was like, okay, and she's funny and I can I like to think of myself as a comedic person, but it's never I Have to write down to be funny. It just naturally comes out sometime so it's just like She's unapologetic, I'm unapologetic, and it was easy to pick her. Um, and she had great skits from like she SNL did. and stuff, so it's just like, I have to do her. Um, she is one of the outbreak stars of 2017, 2018. Easily, easily. Yeah. So I definitely had to let her be known even more. I was very shocked that people knew who she was, but it, it, it was definitely something that it was easy
0: for me. Yeah, so. it was... It, I I mean, I've seen you a couple times, and, like, that was one of my favorites. Yeah. Your energy was just so good. I just loved it. Mannerisms, manner. everything was so strong. Okay. Um, why do you feel drag is important for the community? And how do dragon politics go hand in hand? Um, There's so much shit that's going on in the world
1: nowadays, and... Not gonna mention presidency because I'm not gonna get into that, but drag and politics go hand in hand because some of these some of these young gays don't like to pay attention to the news, um, so you know they go off into the drag world and stuff, and they they can get inform they can get information like um Martin Gold Cummings had did a uh, um, Democrat Party for. I can't I can't remember her name but there were there were a lot of people that who didn't know that you you had to run for City Council I was like yeah yeah so they get to see that there is something other than just a presidency and like you have like you have the Republicans you have the independents you have uh, Democrats and people don't understand all of this. So when they come to a drag show, especially Tina Berner, she's very mouthy when it came to um, voting for Hillary Clinton. Um, but it de- it's definitely something that goes hand in hand because these people don't pay attention to the news it's a lot. True. So I definitely see how it can go together. Um, me personally, I don't. I I, I don't do it because. The world is already fucked up, and I, I take it into my consideration that people don't want to be reminded. They want to come to the club and just forget about things for like an hour or two and see a drag show and see someone act the fool, you know, so I don't talk about it as much. Um, but when I go to other shows like Marty's shows and Tina Berners shows, they definitely talk about it, but then they add comedy to it. Yeah. So that's definitely something that will make people more relaxed.
0: What is the most important piece of advice you can give to someone starting out their drag career? You want an honest
1: answer yeah. Don't do it don't do it for the fame. Do it because you can live your best life in a life where they constrict you of other things of, of certain things. um I know some girls that just do it just for the money. I know some girls who just do it because they want to be on drag race. Um, I started because I was in a I was in a place where I could not be comfortable. Um I actually started dabbling drag dabbling in drag because I knew I wasn't a boy. Um so that that was that's me personally. Um but don't do it just to be famous. Do it to make people laugh. Do it to definitely bring joy to somebody. Um, don't look at how people would say don't look at it at my grandmother used to say don't look at it at the starlight view um because you can be at the top but sooner or later you're gonna fall um so definitely just do it for you and do it to make other people laugh point blank period yeah that's it
0: I love it. So we're going to play one of my favorite games. It's called Tea Time. Ooh. And you're going to spill some tea on some of your favorite sisters or family members. Ooh. And um, you'll just share a story, whatever you want. Uh, so let's start with Mama, Jasmine Van Wells. Uh, what is the tea about her? Um,
1: I don't know. There's really no tea with her. Um... Or a story you want to share about her? Oh, there was there was one story where um, she had she had just won her prelim for Conti- uh, continental elite, and we were do we were at XL the very first time uh, before they closed down, um, and she was doing her patty LaBelle. and she kicks off her shoes a lot, and I'm sitting all the way in the back row, and she kicks off her shoes. And then when I turn around, her pump hits me right in my forehead. Oh, God. And I pick up the shield like, I got it! And then, like, everyone looks around like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then they realize I got hit in the head with her shoe. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's one of my favorite stories. Um, to t- I don't tell that to a lot of people. Um, but it was, definitely, it was definitely a night. Nice. Uh, but, yeah. Uh,
0: her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next up is Tina Burner
1: Ooh, oh, Me and Tina Have had Who Me and Tina have had Some in-depth discussions um, One story Is that and this is a repeating Story all the time No matter she does this Hater mix mm-hmm. and Every time I'm in the audience And she sees me she has this clip Where um Tyra Banks is talking to uh, whatever her name is, and she's just like yelling. I've never yelled at a girl in my life like this. And uh, she slaps her, and I know that whole thing. <laughs> and we always do it every time You're her she sees partner. me. team partner. Yeah, like I'm the only one that knows that whole thing. <laughs> and then she's like, "You the only one that knows that?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's why you always do it. You're welcome." <laughs> um, but yeah, she's definitely a good sister, man. I love her.
0: Nice. Someone that you've done some competitions with, uh, Stella Doro. Old, Just. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, no. Um,
1: me and Stella spent um Thanksgiving and her birthday together, which was the same day. Um, and we were supposed to have dinner at like three o'clock. I didn't get there till six, and she opens the door and she goes, "I could have went shopping." I was like, "Yeah," but she didn't. <laughs> You're still here, but we had we had a good time. Um, and me and Stella always like share some. I mean. She shares some in-depth stories with me. I'm like, I don't need to know that, Grandma. But you know, <laughs> she me and her have had some heart to hearts. Um, when I was attacked in October, she they had taken pretty much all of my makeup and stuff and they had my wallet and everything. Um, she was one of the first queens to reach out to me and say, Girl, we're going shopping. And she That's bought amazing. She, yeah, thank you. She bought me a new dress and she bought me like a hundred dollars worth of makeup, and you know That's sisterhood right there. Yeah, definitely.
0: Next up is Kareem McJagger. I don't know her. No, you don't know her. <laughs> no,
1: I don't. no, I love Kareem. Like me and Kareem, um, when we used to do glow together, it used to be so much fun. Every time I see her, it's always a kiki. Key key. Um, you know, she, she's we ha- we're popular in different ways. Um, so people who know her will pull her aside. And, you know, they'll they'll talk. And people who know me will pull me aside. So we never really get to, like, sit and talk, talk. Um, there was one time when my sister, Kashi Goleen was up here for um, uh, the uh, the Look Queen January preliminary in 20, 2017. And Kareem um, Kareem wa- walks in, and we're at the cafeteria just eating. And that was kind of like a one-on-one with Kareem. Like, Kareem is—she's a sister—well— I would say she's my niece, because um, <laughs> um, Honey Davenport's my sister, and that's her daughter. So, you know, even though I'm a lot younger than she is. Um, but yeah, Kareem McJagger is an amazing soul. She's She gives the community more than anyone knows, but she just doesn't want to say it. Um, she's a great person. Yeah. I love her. So, she's good.
0: Next is Gina Tonic.
1: I love Gina. Um, me and Gina have had some... I had... A mishap when I uh, placed in a certain pageant that I will not say, um, and I got a little mouthy, and she she backed me up, but not in a good way. Um, um she backed me up in in kind of a, not a good way, but I apologized, and Gina still stood her ground. Yeah, but we did a couple of shows together, and I love her. She's great. Um, I wish I can get to work with her more, but you take what you can get. Yeah. Um, the shows that I have done with her has made me realize that she's a great person. I love her. Next is Honey Davenport. I've known Honey from when she was another name, which I will not mention. I love her to death, and congratulations to her on her win for Miss Paradise. Um, I sadly could not be there because I had family issues, but... Honey is an amazing soul. She gives a thousand percent back to her community and she loves what she does. Like, yeah, she can be competitive at times, but uh, she's won pageants all over the tri state area. And, but she never forgets where she came from. And that's what I love about her. Yeah. Um, We've been sisters for. like going on seven years now she's amazing I I, I love the bitch I really do um I have nothing I literally have nothing negative to say about
0: her at all well last but certainly not least Egypt ah my daughter (laughs) um
1: I love her um I I will not I will not say um kind of some of the conversations that me and her have had um but Egypt is still the baby queen. You know, she is still learning the ropes to, to drag. Um, she has a lot of um, learning to do. Um, I would say that she, in the beginning, she did take criticism and she did take... Uh, well, pretty much just criticism well. Um, she listened. and um, she She definitely has what it takes to become a star. Yeah. Um I think that she should definitely take her talent outside of drag competitions and start like doing some pageants um and definitely dabbling in different things. I know she I know she's booked and I'm very proud of her. Um but I definitely think that she should just take herself out of competitions for a while. And just kind of focus on, you know, herself. Um, because there are times where she thinks about drag a little too much. Um, and sometimes it tires her out. Mm-hmm. And I keep telling her, well, you know, stop for a while. But she's she's very headstrong. And that's one thing she got from her mother. She's very headstrong. And she won't let anyone walk all over her. And I'm proud of her where she... Um, from... Last year January to now, she has definitely grown and I'm
0: very proud of her. She's she's one of a kind. Definitely. She definitely is. What her. is your post show routine? Ugh um,
1: sitting on my makeup table, talking to my talking to either my mother, my husband, or my drag sister Erica LaDarion. Um and drinking a glass of wine and my unicorn onesie. And that's pretty much it. And then getting to the gig and,
0: you know, having fun. That's pretty much it. If you can go on vacation anywhere in the world, where would it be?
1: Paris. Oh, nice. Yes.
0: Um, my husband has been to
1: Paris. And when he mentions it, I get so pissed. I'm like, I want to go. He's like, it's great. I'm like... Okay, but it's just... You know, you've seen Paris in movies, um, but it's nothing like actually being there and experiencing it for yourself. So that's one place I definitely... Next anniversary. De- oh, definitely.
0: Definitely. Now we're going to play a little game. Design a diva. Create the ultimate diva using parts of famous divas. Okay. Ah. Uh,
1: well, uh, the voice of DeAndre Hicks, uh, hairstyles, well, the, the voice of DeAndre Hicks, the body, I hate to say this, the body of Beyonce, um, uh, the hair, the hairstyles of Nicki Minaj, um, and the, the, the. Definitely, the class, the class, and the wardrobe style of Lady Gaga. All right, and
0: I like that's, that.
1: That's just that's a diva. Definitely,
0: definitely. So I, you may pick her, but who would you do for Snatch Game if you were on Drag Race?
1: Ah, uh, Tiffany Haddish.
0: Yeah, ride it. Keep definitely. on doing that mix.
1: Definitely, I'm making a, a, a new one too. Um, Tiffany Haddish, Oprah, and.
0: Viola Davis okay definitely those three nice
1: yeah
0: We're gonna do the pop five rapid fire so I'm gonna give you like five pop culture things and just respond to it word phrase story whatever you want okay First up is movie Pass
1: I don't know what that is <laughs> no So
0: movie pass is um, ten dollars a month. You basically, like, get a credit card, uh-huh. and you sign in, like, when you're, like, a certain amount of feet away from the movie, uh-huh. and you get to see a movie. And that's it. And you can see, like, one movie a day. Oh, shit. I need to do that. <laughs> oh, that's kind of like Groupon.
1: Yeah. I need to get that shit. Okay. Yeah.
0: I think they're actually running a deal right now where oh. it's, like, seven ninety five a month. Oh, shit. on okay. it. I'm going to do that. Number two is Fergie's National Anthem. Oh,
1: <laughs> it was a creative step. That's it was, it was all. A choice. It was a it, choice. Choices, choices. Number three is Netflix. Netflix. Well, they took off Family Guy, so I don't. I don't <gasps> fuck with Netflix oh, no. as much. Yeah, I used to fall asleep to ne- to um, Family Guy all the time. Um, I you know I started watching some Netflix
0: originals
1: um on Sunday.
0: I haven't seen that one bad one. It's good.
1: Yeah, they're they're really good. They Is know there what they're one doing. you would
0: recommend to the listeners?
1: Well, if you like comedy, definitely Big Mouth. That's okay. hilarious. Um, if you like more in-depth and sexual things, she's got to have it. Alright. Because that's really good. I would say that.
0: Spike mm-hmm. Lee knows what he's doing. Number four is Black Panther. <sighs> Can we skip that? That's it I need to skip that one (laughs) And number five we're gonna get slightly political By the Parkland shooting Um
1: I think it's very Um That It's horrible Um I honestly don't have any words for it Um It's definitely something Where you have to realize that I am going to get political. You have to realize that who is our president now? Yep. And that he pretty much gave him the ammunition to do whatever he wants. Absolutely. Um, So, my heart goes out to all of those families um, and definitely goes out to that town. Um, But we definitely have to realize that guns and all of these things are a lot more easier to access nowadays because of who we have as president. Um, it's sad to it's sad to know that he will never speak out on certain things. Um, but we just we just now know to be more careful with not picking someone who was famous just for being on TV. Right. That's that, and that's all I have to say about that situation.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. So we do something on the podcast where I have my previous guest ask my current guest a question. So this is a question from Joshua War. What is your favorite Brussels sprout recipe? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat Brussels sprouts. Um, that I mean, I I just started getting into Brussels sprouts, so that would have been my answer probably like Four months ago really yeah I don't I don't eat brussels sprouts oh I don't
1: mm-hmm. they
0: were scary as a kid I, I don't I don't fuck
1: with vegetables uh-uh. no none at well all. I mean I do I mean I love chicken and broccoli but it's like I mean I started like dabbling in like some new things cause I've been trying to lose weight um I don't fuck with brussels sprouts uh uh-uh. uh it's
0: just
1: <laughs> it's just they look weird to me they do they're mm-hmm. weird they're bulbous
0: yeah yeah they look like sperm cells I can't <laughs> do that well, now is your turn to ask my next guest a question, and it can be anything you want. Mm. Okay,
1: uh, I will ask, huh, on, a, on a scale of one to ten, how exactly do you feel about where the world is heading, well, where the United States is heading now? On a scale of one to ten, how do you feel about that?
0: And ten being bad or good? Ten
1: being horrible and okay. one being you think you can manage the next four, the next two
0: years. All right, that's good. I'm excited to ask that question. Yeah. Well, if you've gotten this far in the podcast, use hashtag Tiffany Haddish. Yes. Uh, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find
1: me at uh, oh this is my Facebook name. so long. You can find me at Zaria Van Wales Powell. On Facebook, um, on Instagram, you can find me at Zarya underscore the diva, um, and that's it. I
0: don't Venmo. You might as well just give Venmo. Uh, you Venmo, know, what's right.
1: crazy. I don't have Venmo. Um, I need to create one. Yeah, my 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 girlfriend has my Ven has everything Venmo because um, she stayed with me for a short period of time, and at that time, I didn't have a credit card, so mm. I got paid through Venmo, and I was like, I don't have a credit card. So she put all her information, like, her credit card information. Mm-hmm. But I just got my um my email back. I know what my email is. It's z.montez2020 at gmail.com. But I don't know what everything else is. <laughs> so I don't know how to work that shit.
0: Well, next time you see her at a gig, give her some money. Um, yes. Because I urge you... To see Zaria because she's fucking fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for doing this.
1: You're welcome. I was so excited to do it.
0: Thank you to Zaria for joining me. Subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block and that was Block Talk.